test test. Test one, two. Hello. Uh, it's Bradley, the boat, the captain, the boat captain, Captain Boat. That's right. What, I'm in what jersey are you wearing? What jersey is that? Boston. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, good lord! Happy Gilmore jersey. Okay, that's actually you know what, that works. That works. That's yeah. that's right. But I think he was more of a a brew. It's a that's not a. It was a Bruins jersey. It's not jersey, a Bruins though. jersey. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Know, it's, but it's like a it's like a you know it's a replica. I think uh, you need to fix your audio oh. input. Yeah. The hell? There we are. There we go. There it is. Oh wait! Oh. Oh my god. Whoa, what alternate view. Alternate angle. <laughs> Playing with this webcam. How many you got like how many cameras you got connected to your computer? Just this one in my my uh FaceTime camera. Oh the one in the Mac? Yeah. Yeah. I can't use any webcam. This is a four K webcam and look how shitty it looks on my computer. Yeah. I don't understand. That was interesting, yeah. That's Oh yeah, we talked about this. I, nothing works on my computer. <laughs> I don't get it. This is a a, a, a board of my uh, ideas. Board of your ideas. Wow. Yeah. And that's it? That's all you got? Well, those are like projects I'm working on. Okay. Okay. Um, I have three like script ideas. <laughs> that's all I have though. That's all but you have. And then I came up with the title, Uncommon Law. Which is a great title. I mean, I see it. I see what you're saying. Are you frozen? Well, happening right now? No, you're frozen. Happening. Yeah, could be me. You're frozen. Probably me. Yeah, it, it is you. Can you hear me? Yeah, it's probably me. Can you hear me? Well, can you hear me? No, he can't hear. I'm caught in a trap. Hold on. Can't look back. All right. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. baby, 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 no, I wasn't bored. That Italy chasing was it's phenomenal. Awesome. I it's was I was insanely impressed with this. I was like, man, this is pretty sweet. Oh, 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 oh. No, they're both terrible. Yeah, yes, that's what I'm saying. Terrible. Like, what's up, Steph? What Although, up? The, there's certain things I can't help. And one thing I can't help is if same girl comes on, like my, my <laughs> shuffle, I have to listen to it. Every other R. Kelly song I skip. It's just weird because he's like arguably one of the worst. Like he's done yeah. so. Oh yeah, that's it's... why it's, it's hard for me to separate. I can't, I can't. Like when I hear him, I think of all the shit that he's done, so I can't listen to it. Oh, oh, I thought you said you have a hard time. Like you like can't. Okay, no, I was like, what? Yeah, it's hard. I can't separate. Yeah, 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 I can't. That, yeah, that it's, one, that's it's too hard. hard. And it's like oh the way God. you make me feel. Brad, yeah, you are unbelievable today. 
Brosnan <laughs> on fucking one. Let me tell you. First of all, on our one of our final Star Wars division matches that we're ever gonna tape. Oh, Brad decides then and now is the time to disclose that he thinks Pirates of the Caribbean is a better Don't. franchise than Star Get the Wars. F- stop! <laughs> stop! <laughs> stop! No! Like, stop this! Stop this, Brad! <laughs> you do not believe that. I do believe it. You don't! No, you, you don't! Or sick in the head, mate. You're absolutely mad. You're absolutely oh, mad. Hey, no. hey I, I will be honest with you. I had way too much fun on those last tapings. Because how could it not be funny? Am I right, brother? <laughs> I mean, am I right? Oh, I mean, yeah. we were kind of killing it, bro. <laughs> am I right, brother? Um, Wait, wait, wait. Before... Oh, let me tell you something, dude. Um, before we... Uh, <laughs> Why she just spit out her water? I think I got her on that one. <laughs> If I never done the vacuum man or Randy Savage, <laughs> yeah, dig it. Um, Sorry. have you ever seen Potter? <laughs> <laughs> Return. Hey, Potter's better than Star Wars. Okay, okay, shut. Okay, shut your fucking. Just mouth. Shut up, Brad. Shut your dirty. Shut boy, your mouth. You're talking to me. Wait, I. You have to see this before we start. I know we have to start. Let me just play it for you. Can you see this? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hear it? So bizarre. How nuts is that? How nuts is that? That's bizarre. He's so crazy. So that was a real thing. Um, Frankie boy, what is your plan? What are you? Oh, Harry Potter. What is your plan for this? Harry. Um, we're just going to. Wizard Harry. This is it. This is, this is the show. This Not is the show. Hermione. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming to me. It's coming back to me now. Yeah. I can hear. I can hear Ron. Yeah, I can hear Ron. Not Hermione. Not Hermione. You. <laughs> oh man. Yo, that's, that's too funny. Uh, <laughs> It's the single best line in Harry Potter. <laughs> and like, Kira Knightley was everything and more to me at the time. Yeah. Like, stunner at the time. She does the, like the under talk. Jack! <laughs> you know what I mean? She's hot, yeah. Yeah. I hear an echo. Or I don't have my headphones in. Yeah, that's probably Girl. Like seriously, yep. where's yours, brother? <laughs> oh, <Damn. laughs> oh, oh, no, it's me. You, you didn't have your headphones in. Not Brad, not Frank, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> Annie, Annie. little Annie. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's, a, that's kind of a stretch, but yeah. Little Annie! Wait, let me try. Annie? Yeah. That is you! <laughs> How do you know a Jedi? Annie? Annie? Oh my gosh. It is you! Well, so what's the plan, Frank? 
All right. Plan is um awesome. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. We'll talk about Schmodown. We'll talk about our final thoughts. Talk about some of our favorite movie hotties of all time. There you go. We just do it. All right. This is just, this is just a. Uh, it's it's a it's a clip show without the clips, basically. It's a clip show without the clips. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. it. Run it. All right. All right. Coming down here in fourth. Four. Three. Two. What's up, Movie Trivia Schmodown fans? Welcome to the only show that will ever matter. This is the Schmodown Rundown. My name is Brad Gilmer, but of course, you might know me by another name. You might know me as The Boat. Oh my god, you're my dream boat, for sure. You're a slacker, Brad. And I am joined, as always, by the captain himself, Captain Steez, Captain Steve Steph. Let's let's get 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 hot. get 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 there it is. There it is. <laughs> Poignant <laughs> as ever. <laughs> right, right on the nose, Brad. Just a poet. I'm doing. Right on the nose, Brad. Yeah, I, I'm doing. Honestly, it's about depth these days, and I just gave that. If you didn't understand what doing meant, that's not my job to teach you. Damn. You know. Damn. Okay. And joining me, one of the OGs. The originator of this here podcast. Some refer to him as numbers. Some refer to him as Janish. Some refer him to him as Frank. Other people call him a handsome some gun. And other people might say he's the pod father. But he is <laughs> Frankie. <laughs> no numbers. Janish. No one's ever said that. Sexy numbers sexy. from a sexy player. Sexy. Love those numbers. Woo. I'm feeling those numbers. Damn. You're in my phone as Podfather. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. That's I don't want. I don't. I don't like it. I don't. Like it. The Podfather. Uh, Frank, I'm the, I'm the, how are you? Or as in Australia, they say, "How are ya?" <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Um, I'm doing all right, Brad. I'm doing all right. How are you doing uh, on this high of sorts? I don't, I don't know what to I don't, like. Um, or as they say, what's the elephant in the room, mate? <laughs> Put another shrimp on the lobby. Um, <laughs> I don't know how many people you've just offended. I really, I can't. I mean, I've lost uh, our count. Australian viewership is strong. <laughs> And it was. that was a, that was a Dukes of Hazard joke. So oh let's call gosh. back, call back to a not so great film. 
Um, Johnny Knoxville was very likable in it. And it had Jessica Simpson, 05. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With you. Yeah, 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 we with know. With you. Uh, <laughs> that with you, everybody? Well, this is a sobering uh, episode of the Schmodown Rundown. Um, as I'm sure everybody watching this right now has already seen the announcement that's gone out on the YouTubes and on the social need skeeds. Um, the Movie Trivia Schmodown Season 9 will be the final season of the Movie Trivia Schmodown. There was more shows in production that um, you know we're going to be seeing later as, as kind of like one-off matches. You know, No more Friday Night Titans, but there will be a spectacular uh, in August in Los Angeles. But it is with a heavy heart in all sincerity. I know we're having a lot of fun on the show, but it is with a heavy heart to say this is the Final edition of the Schmodown Rundown, a show in which, Frank, you started several years ago, in which I've been happily co-chairing with you for the last five. And, and Steph, you've been here um, you know, for a couple of shows. Uh, a couple for weeks. like five months. <laughs> like... I'm just kidding. For about five months. Yeah. Half a year? Half, only half a year. And, um, you know, this, this is going to be the, the final episode as – we are ceasing operations here at the old MTS, and uh, it's been quite the the ride, and I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, allow or give the floor to uh, Mr. Frank Janish really to kick us off because there are – there was matches. Yeah. But we're not going to talk about them. <laughs> oh. Well, real, real quickly, we'll, we will say, you know, congrats to uh, – Chance and Travis on their debut match match as uh, what was it? Uh, Easy Street was mm-hmm. their team name. They played mm-hmm. No Vacancy, Eric Zipper and Page, and then um, the, the other card. Let's say the bottom card. That's not that's not a that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Hanna and Barbarian played underneath the match. Congrats to Barbarian. Um, so those are two matches that that happened. They did. Um, but you know, um, kind of thought about like what it would be like just to like as the last episode to to cover matches and like maybe that's like the thing to do but at the same time you know this is this is the last uh show for the rundown uh where we're gonna run down other things than than the showdown per se or at least the matches um but yeah uh i was on the first show like the the pilot episode if you will that I think 20 people maybe heard because it was first uploaded to a SoundCloud account from one Aaron Turner that was then uh, linked to the link was sent to Christian. He heard it uh, and that show, Aaron Turner, myself, Matt Kearns and Evan DeGraff, uh, those two, those two guys are out there and they're around and about they were on take three and stuff like that back in the day, back in the day. So um, those that was the first we were the first four people to do a rundown episode, and then it was myself and, and Aaron Turner for a little bit um, until we brought on Paul Wolf, and then after Ooh. Paul Wolf was Brian Davids. <laughs> yeah, good call. That's a callback right there, Brad. <laughs> That's a callback right there. And then it was Brian Davids, um, and then Aaron left, and it was Brian Davids and myself, and then Brad came on. To replace Aaron, and then Brad left, or not Brad left, 
I mean, you're leaving now, but I Brian am. left. <laughs> Brian left, and it was just me and Brad for a long time. Um, it was like two, three years, maybe. I, th- I can't yeah. remember. Off the top we had we had that. some some appearances from Chris Clark, of course. Oh yeah, we got to mention Chris Clark. I want to mention Chris Clark because he helped for the longest time. I think for like the first sixty-five ish episodes, we were just an audio only podcast even though it was uploaded to youtube it was just a thumbnail um but when chris clark came aboard and the showdown was getting bigger at that time and wanting our show to also go to video um chris clark was a big part of that and really kicked that off and he helped the layouts and recording and editing and he did a lot of great stuff for us and he would pop in occasionally and we get some of his opinions and do you, you have the sound bite do you have the sound bite brad do I have it on this one? Do you have it? I don't. Okay, but nonetheless, um, the the oh, Mama Cita. the old Mama Cita comment is one of my favorites of all time from the show, and that's from Wait, one what Chris happened. Clark. We were talking um, about I think it was the Rachel Cushing Marquia uh, McCarty match, and he started and Chris Clark was a huge fan of Meatloaf, and. Mm-hmm. He started quoting the singer. The, yes, the singer. Well, I mean, probably the food too. Yeah, probably I mean, meatloaf. Yeah, yeah. Ma! <laughs> meatloaf. <laughs> and uh, he was, you know, a, a runaway train could not be stopped. Um, snowball's chance in hell and all that. And then he just came out with the oh, Mama Cita or something like yeah, just like a hot take or something like that. And we just lost it. It's actually that clip is on our Instagram page somewhere. Um, okay. And uh, just, I mean, we lost it. I mean, it was, and Chris had plenty of those like little remarks that would just catch us, catch us off guard. And uh, it, it, he really, he really made the show as well. Like when he would, he would leave his, he would leave an imprint on the, on the episode. Oh, yes. the infamous, the infamous ADR debacle. Do you remember this? <laughs> he, <laughs> we, what I happened? I forget what we were talking about, but Brad and myself, we said something like eloquently, quote unquote, eloquently. And Chris Clark didn't like the way his comic came across compared to ours. So when he was editing the episode, he went, he re-recorded of like his lines, but in a different way. So it didn't seem like as dickish, I guess, or not as whatever it was but we noticed it we called him out on it <laughs> and it was like and it was just another f- fantastic moment on the show with him um those are oh two my that god he ADR'd it was just like himself? what he did it was like what do you think we were gonna notice because like you can hear like the quality in the audio just shift and it's like <laughs> Wait, that's <laughs> iconic it's so good and he didn't tell and he didn't tell us he was just like yeah i'm gonna put this in here because i'm the editor producer on this blah 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 um but then after chris wow. uh, had to step away yeah after chris had to step away it was me and brad for a good solid two three years and and then yeah. and uh especially you know the pandemic years i mean we were we had to cover so much um it was a wild wild time and then we came out of that into this year and brought out new stuff and adding a whole nother dynamic um which has been a lot of fun and um and and now now we're at the end end of the line 
end of the line. Um, and I think actually one thing that Steph left lasting rundown legacy is her awesome powers monologue, which I think is just another great moment in the, that the show had. Um, I fucking love it. I mean, I think it's our pinned like clip on our Twitter, or whatever. Oh my God. Um, it was phenomenal. I want to put on a bald cap and do it fully properly <laughs> at the end of this episode. If, I mean, if you can manage, if you can you have manage. A bald cap. I think I have a bald cap or some. I I can put, arrange it. I had a few errors last time that I would like to recorrect. <laughs> um, we'll see what happens. I guess we'll see. We'll have to hang in suspense if that if that happens. Um, but yeah. So, man, it's it's. It sucks. Like, the show's ending. Shmoedown's ending. Rundown's ending. Um, I mean, Shmoedown's going to continue for a little bit past us. Um, which is nice. You know, we're going to get those final matches that we taped uh, that will air. <clears throat> but uh, seven years, you know? Like, yeah, that's a, that's a long time. Um Certainly, the longest relationship I've ever had <laughs> with, you know. I mean, uh, this is you know, week in and week out. This is what I did every week, at least one, you know, once a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we recorded. We recorded on Friday nights. Remember how bonkers no, that was? That like, sucked. <laughs> that was yeah. And sometimes we would even on even Saturdays. I think sometimes we did because uh-huh. we would release on Sunday mornings. Um, but yeah, we've recorded on Thursdays and for the longest time now. Uh, but Fridays for a while is what it was, and then well, that's because we weren't getting episodes early. We would have to wait for them to come out, right? And because they were being released on Tuesday and Friday, and then Friday night we would record uh, the episode for that week. But then we started getting a little more fancier and getting a little more access and getting advanced links, you know, to the matches and whatnot. So we record on a Thursday. But yeah, this show has gone through a lot of different iterations. Um, I don't think because the show's never stayed the same for a, a very for like an extended period of time. We were always switching up the format on how we were covering, how we we're discussing it, um, and uh, and that, that's always I think the most fun part for me was I, I never knew what we were gonna do most most shows like i had like an idea of like how it would mm-hmm. go but like how we would go about it how would it would end up turning out i mean there's dozens and dozens of recordings i remember after i'm like i don't think that was really good and then i would listen back to it and I'd be like oh that's actually not that bad it's as bad as i had in my head and it's so not that bad yeah it's not that bad so it's actually the quote on the back of my next book frank janice yeah. says that bad. <laughs> not that bad not, not that, that bad, bad. Not that bad upon a second listen. Not that bad. Um, yeah, I could go on and on. Um, Do you have a favorite season? Mm. I really I, like season four of Seinfeld. Yeah, I, thought it was, I think season two art. or season three of Friends is really up there for me. It's a strong one. But in terms of Schmodown, you know, let's, I'll, you know, I think you know, we'll, <laughs> is that what you're asking stuff? Um, I hate you guys. <laughs> um, I think season season six, season seven. Um, I think that's when it really, you know, the corruption storyline, everything. And we had 
I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say personally for me, like, because it all just runs together for me. Really. Yeah, that's I mean, because like, at least doing this show, like we did, like this show didn't have an off season the way Schmodown did. We no. were still doing shows in the off season. And like, maybe I think there was one time when we took like two weeks off and like, that was like the longest the show was ever not. Well, you I know, think this, this is, it's fine to reveal this. I just remember, I think we took a week off after like one of the seasons. And yeah. I think Christian texted Frank and I. He's like, hey, where's the episode? And I was oh, like, yeah. we took a <laughs> season's over. Yeah, we took a, yeah, we it was right a- after Spectacular. We did the Spectacular episode and then we were off the following week. We were like, well, there's no matches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so what are we going to talk about? And I just remember he's like, no, the rundown doesn't stop. Like, the rundown always keeps going. Yeah. You know, and, and then uh, how did you reply? What will we be on next week? <laughs> I <don't>, like, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. we took two. I think we took another week off, and then and then we went back to, um, um, yeah, man. You know, it's crazy. And so that was what 2017 that I started on the show with you. I believe so. It's yeah. nuts. It's nuts. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's just so weird to uh, th- you know earlier this year. There was an article that came out right before you joined Steph's yeah, show. Yeah. There was an article that came out about the Schmodown rundown, right? And about Frank and I's um, uh, growing of the show and growing together, I guess, for lack of a better term. And uh, we both said the same thing. Like, we're going to ride this until the wheels fall off. I don't think either one of us thought when the quote was made that the wheels would be falling off so quickly. I thought like, not in know, this manner. Yeah. Not in, not this, in this manner. manner. You know what I mean? Like I knew eventually every, like all good things yeah. come to an end, yeah. right? All good things come to an end. Um, but I didn't think that it, it would happen so, so rapidly. Um, but you know, it, it is what it is. But one of the things that you touched on Frank is we used to have a format Steph, believe it or not, you know, and I, there'd be emails that would go out. There would be edits. There would be cuts. There'd be segments. And after it was just Frank and I for a while, I think that we kind of floated on our chemistry uh, together. Yeah. I think, you know, and, I, and it's like I knew what Frank was going to, you know, what, where he was going to go with things. I knew what I was going to do. So we didn't really have to plan anything. And then you throw Steph Sabraw into it, and it was just like a bunch of silly nonsense fun from with the three of us talking about this game uh, that, that we're all fans of. Um, Real quick, yeah, Brad. I, mean, huh? I just want to say on the chemistry thing, there was we never had like an actual conversation of like, hey, you, you you do this and I'll do this, and it was always I think we just figured it out week to week until it kind of like we just fell into this groove without even really ever talking about your role or my role or whatever you know it was just it just became what it became. Yeah, it evolved to a certain degree of like we just knew, and and. You know, Frank, I always could count on if, like, if I started to get lost in the show, it's like, oh, I mean, hey, Frank, what do you think about this? And yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to talk for about two minutes about the topic, and then I'm going to get my thoughts together. And then while he's talking, I'm like, what am I going to say to retort you know, his his comment or, or belittle it in some <laughs> entertaining fashion? Um, but, Steph, I mean, how, how did you come to be a part of the rundown? What do, what do you remember about your uh, brief journey here with um i remember you guys it seems like it's fun on screen but behind the scenes it's actual hell working with these guys yeah yeah no i'm just kidding (laughs) um 
It has been so fun. I remember, I think it was in like January, right? Must have been. We started talking about me coming on the show. And then when yeah. the season started, it just started. And I was a little bit, uh, con- I wasn't sure exactly what my role is or what we would be doing. But similar to what Brad just said about falling into a groove with Frank, I felt the same way. I was just like, oh, okay, we're like, all on the same ship (laughs) this makes so much and i don't even think we ever had a conversation about it and like we did get a note that we're if i can say this we're too silly together yeah yeah and it was like okay obviously we have to talk about the matches we want to talk about the matches we're excited to talk about the matches but if i'm gonna get criticism that's a good criticism because we're (laughs) just having a lot of fun genuinely (laughs) absolutely i'm afraid you're just too darn loud I'm afraid. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? It, we did not have... I I tried to set up like a little powwow, like the three of us, before we did a show. And that never came to fruition for like schedules and whatever. So it was just like, when you had your first show stuff, we were, we were, I was just, we were all just like, all right, let's see what happens here. Figure it and, out. You know, it's been pretty great, yeah. Yeah, um, I think about... You know, I remember I, I remember I did my first appearance on the rundown with a um, it was before, you know, I had like a studio setup of any kind. Right. Uh, you know, we weren't doing people weren't doing things from their house at the, at the time. You know, it was this pre pandemic, obviously. Yeah. And, and these were these kind of home studios were still, you know, new unless you were like a seasoned YouTuber, maybe. But most people didn't have that. And um, I remember having to do the first episode and it was over Skype and it was just audio. And I didn't even have an iPad at the time. I had an Amazon fire tablet. Ugh. By the way, those you things disgust me. Yeah, I, I should. I disgust myself. Um, <laughs> they're not the greatest pieces of machinery, but you know what? They're affordable and, and I'm glad that they're an option out there on the market for people, but I think <laughs> they suck. And so uh, I was, I remember being on it. And then um, I had these Beats headphones over my ears. And I just remember I had – it's hard for me to stay still. People who probably know me in, in, in non-virtual worlds know that I like to move around a lot. And so I remember walking around with this monstrous tablet in my Beats headphones up in my house at the time, just walking around talking about the Schmodown. And uh, I remember hearing Frank. I didn't see Frank. I didn't know what Frank looked like. I didn't know what Aaron looked like. I didn't know what anybody looked like. I just yeah. remember thinking, this guy, Frank, has the thickest <laughs> Chicago accent I've ever heard in my life <laughs> at the time. But you know what it's like? You're a twin, uh, uh, Steph. I'm sure when you were younger with your sister, people always thought y'all looked alike, right? And then like when your friends got to know you more, they're like, oh, I could tell them apart. They look totally different. They don't even look alike anymore. I don't know if that ever happened to you, but I know no, that we're fraternal, but that happens to identical twins, I'm sure. Well, yeah, but I, I, I even remember close siblings at times. You know, they look similar. And then anyway, as you get to know him, you think that they don't look anything alike. And and with Frank, I used to think he had the thickest Chicago accent. I, I'm not talking about like thick with three C's. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thicker than a Snickers. Yeah. And now I don't even hear it anymore i don't know what the point of me saying that was but i don't even hear his Wait, i but his i little- yeah i don't hear it either what is a chicago accent it's Beer? it's a you know if you if you're, uh you know you're going out to the bar and uh you know you're gonna have a couple beers and uh watch the bears 
and um, uh, you know if it's in the third quarter and the Bears are still trailing, you know, twenty-one to ten, it's uh, not gonna be a good day. But uh, we'll we'll make the best out of it, and um, you know we'll have uh, a couple beers, maybe a shot of Malort, and uh, call it a day. Now, that's a really exaggerated uh, yeah. Chicago accent made mostly famous by the super fans get on SNL with Chris Farley and Mike Myers and all that. Oh, that's um, I didn't. I didn't yeah, that's where they're to, they're pulling. Yeah. It. That's what all that is. And like Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, I, I don't know if it's a Midwest thing or even it's just a Chicago thing. But I recently had said, oh, we'll just, we can just put that in the front room. And they're like, what did you just say? I was like, the front I don't room. know what you just said right now. Exactly. Like, it's the living room, but like, so I can't tell if it's a Midwest thing or maybe it's just a Chicago thing, like in the front the room. Front which is room? Front room. The front room of the house. Which, uh, I would, at least I say front room, like front room. Just run it. You just run it all together. So there's, front room. yeah, there's a, there's a lot of different, you know, some people say pop. We say pop. You know, you want to have some pop. You know, yeah, I'll have a glass of pop. You know, you guys say soda. You know, so it's like. Yeah, we say so little Coke, things like that. Yeah, things like, like growing up, I was like, we were like a big of... Pepsi, you know. Anyways, yeah. Well, I know Coke's an actual thing, but like in the South, a lot of people just say Coke, and it just means bring me a soda, a Sprite. <laughs> what like, happens? And you end up having a Sprite, and it's like, yeah, Whoa. weird. You just say Coke, and they know like what you want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I guess, yeah. I don't know. Well, everything's a Coke. Like a Dr Pepper's a Coke. A Pepsi's a Coke. Yeah, if someone it's said, "Hey, not. you want like, oh, do you want a Coke?" I'm like, yeah, give me a Dr Pepper. It's like kind of like, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. What happened to Pepsi One? Oh, I remember Pepsi One, the one that had one calorie. Yeah, oh, or something gosh. like that. But my thing is this: why, like, what was the what was the idea behind it? Like, <laughs> I know we can get to zero, <laughs> and they did not. <laughs> on the way there, we gotta stop at one. We're gonna because stop at one. marketing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, my thing was the Sprite Remix. Oh my gosh! Which you is a great Sprite name. I, I like the Sprite remix. Yeah, and the yeah. lime coke. Yeah, Remember lime that? coke was cool. They had a Coca Cola Black for a while, which was Coke and and coffee. Ugh. Just have coffee. Like, <laughs> do you want to die faster than you already yeah. would by either yeah. of these? Yeah. Put them together. Um, Merca. Merca. Uh, you know, but but here's the other thing. So I remember also meeting Frank for the first time. It was at a Schmodown taping at the Burbank Studios on whatever the street was called. And um, uh, Farrah was with me. We were on vacation, but Christian was like, hey, you want to come to the tapings? I said, oh, man, that'd be awesome. So we go. And I'm calling Frank. And again, I've never met this man in person. That's right. Yeah. Like, ever. But I'm calling him like, hey, bro, like, I'm, is this the place? And I pull up and then I see Frank. He's wearing a red shirt. I remember this. A red shirt, and I know exactly um, what red shirt that is actually. And and I was like, it's. I guess it's kind of like, I've never been on a dating app, right? But I can imagine this is what it's like to meet a Tinder date in person, <laughs> right? And you're like, you're like, oh, I wonder what he looks like. You know, I wonder if he looks like he does on, on this picture, you know. And then you see him, you're like, oh, were yeah, you nervous? Um, I would say my heart beaded is beaded a word? Fluttered. Bet my heart. Flut bet a little faster. It beaded. Beat. I, yeah, I don't know if I was like nervous, but beat. I was, I guess, just curious. Like, how is this? Because we've been doing the show for a little while, always mm -hmm. talking. It's not like I didn't know you. It just, right. so it was a little, yeah, it was a little like I, I know your voice. Like, so it was a little 
don't know, but but when that when we did meet um, in person, it just felt like after maybe like a few minutes mm-hmm. of a there's like a little like hey you man. handshake guy you you dap up you hug whatever you know um, and then but then it was just normal we were just and then we were just sitting down watching the showdown and kind of doing what we always did you know at, up to right. that point you know. So yeah, you and, were recording just audio. You didn't see each other's faces for a long time. Yeah. Wow. We're just doing over Google Hangouts. Yeah. Because Google Hangouts, right? And then we moved to Skype, and then all that stuff. Yeah. And we evolved and blah blah blah. Yeah. And then we got on video, but I I never I only saw the the Sun Records shirt picture of Frank. That's why I'm wearing right? this shirt, right? That's here. why you're wearing the shirt. You're wearing the Sun Records shirt. Oh. Um. But I only saw that. And then, Steph, you and I met virtually the first time, right? Yeah, for the first match of the FCL, I believe. Yeah, I think we had one dress rehearsal. Oh, yeah. Or rehearsal, (laughs) tech rehearsal. Yeah. um, Which is great because neither one of us really knew what the hell we were going to be doing. So that was a good call, whoever made that decision. Probably PLD. Yeah, I have uh, never called a match. No. No, and I and I don't think you were familiar with the rules or 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 as familiar with them. Like you were aware of them. Yeah. You know, like I'm aware of gravity. You know, <laughs> I don't really know a whole lot about it. Do you know what I'm saying? I think you're yeah. aware of the rules. It's not like you knew them intimately. Do you know rules intimately? Maybe that's the wrong word. But it was super um, intimate. <laughs> I just signed a nine NDA about it. No, it was Brad is talking about the fact that the first time I said, um, I think I started reading the multiple choice before they asked for multiple, something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But Steph's another one. And it was like we did the, uh, it was a a Christian um, suggestion of like, he should have Steph's abroad do the post match for the FCL. And I was like, okay, well, she's just gonna she's gonna be there anyway. She might as well not sit in the background for the whole match. Like, why don't she just call the match, you know, with me? And um, so we did that. And I think it was during the rehearsal. I was like, oh man, yeah, we got this. Like, even if even if we don't know exactly what we're doing, as Buzz Lightyear once said, we're gonna fall with style. You know what I mean? Like, like we're we're gonna figure this out. And it was another vibe that was kind of connected, and we had similar interests and all that. So I knew we were going to do the show together, the three of us. Um, it was going to be easy. It was going to be super mm-hmm. easy to do. And and I'm kind of like Frank when I try to think of like my favorite. The moments are hard. Like I don't know. Like I just know that sometimes, you know, even if you're tired or you don't feel well or it's been a long day or it's been stressful or depressed, it's like I know at least for this hour ish when we do this show, I'm a laugh. We're going to goof off. We're going to have fun. I'm going to forget about, you know, the argument that I just had or the, uh, you know, stress of whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you just kind of kind of all melted away. And this was my um, place to be as outrageous or zany or ridiculous or uh, idiotic, moronic, so on and so forth. As I could possibly be. I mean, I'm I'm sitting in a boat hat, and this is this show. <laughs> yeah. This show was the was the origin of the boat thing. That's right. Without this show, I would have never said the boat. How one did day. that come around? 
So if memory serves me correct, I think something to do with John Roca. Right, Frank? Do you remember? Um, no, I think you know. I think you had referenced uh, Max Kellerman had said no, no, something. No, 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 no. Max Kellerman stole it from me. Oh, that's so right. Remember. That's he stole it. But then I think, so. I think it was. I think I was talking to Roca. Roca was talking about like he was the best something, like the best player of all time. But he like took a shot at me on Twitter. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, he, like, took a shot at me. So I started cutting like a promo on him, just ripping his ass to pieces. You know what I mean? And then I said, you, you, you might be the, you might be the best Schmodown player of all time, but you know, I'm just the overall best of all time. Or wasn't it also like something surrounding like the argument is, is like Tom Brady, the greatest player of all time. And then like you brought in, all right, you might be the greatest, but I'm the best or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. And it was just like, it's something like that, that came to be. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm the, I'm the boat and the boom, it's stuck. Yeah, and I then people started making yourself a nickname emojis, yeah. yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> you had told me like, even like of like a week or two before, like you should never give yourself a nickname. And I was yeah. like, you just gave yourself a nickname. But I like, did it not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That night, Brad went home to his journal. He's like, "Dear diary, today I did something no man has ever done. <laughs> I suggested yeah. my own nickname, and yeah. I stuck the landing. Everyone loves it." <laughs> Good night. <laughs> but I remember, because, like, go ahead, Frank. Because, like, that was part of the thing also, too, early on in, like, the intros for a rundown. Like, Aaron was the Titan Turner. Aaron, the, and then Brian Davids was the man of controversy, Davids. And then, because um, Christian would was in the intro, so he was, like, announcing, you know, um, and introducing, blah, 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 Frankie Stats. It was Stats, I think, for a while. Yeah. Uh, it was what... Yeah, Freaky Stats Janish was the one. Aaron the Titan Turner. Because his former like Twitter handle was like Titan whatever or Aaron Titan or something like that. So AP like Titan or something. Yeah, like something like that it was. And then Brian Davids, the man of controversy, which yes, he was. He had a lot of good um interesting takes on the Schmodown uh back in those back in those days and I forget what Paul Wolf's was. If he, I don't maybe it was before we even started oh. doing that. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. That's that was like that was like a a thing. Like we had to have a nickname or something. Right, and I never, I don't think I ever had one. But I, I do remember when I knew the boat thing stuck. There was like three occasions that all happened pretty quickly thereafter. I remember going to the spectacular that was I think downtown in Los Angeles at the, mm -hmm. the four spectacular four, I believe. I think, and I remember going to the. Um, restroom in that building it was like an old bank or something yeah I remember yeah, yeah asking in the little hallway dan merle and dan merle just looked at me he goes boat and i was like yeah. okay what's up what's up dan and then um one day on the radio i remember booker introducing me he's like this is my man brad gilmore they also call him the boat and i was like okay this is stuck this yeah. is this is it i can't i can't go back on it you know, and I and actually, I actually hated you for it because I'm like, damn, that's so good. <laughs> like, I'm like, not only did he break his rule, but like, it's sticking. Like, son of a bitch. I know it worked. I don't know yeah. how. I don't yeah. know how it worked. And then you know, um, um, what I was gonna say? Yeah, it, it was just, it was, it was cool. And then I remember, uh, there was the the Schmodown Awards. I don't know if you remember this, Frank. There's like Schmodown Awards, and we weren't nominated for it. Yeah. For best podcast, uh, Steph, which I was like, we were That's deemed outrageous. ineligible. 
we were deemed ineligible because we're on the main channel. Yeah. And we were, we were an official yeah. show. We weren't for two years. We couldn't, we weren't nominated for that. Yeah. Right. So here we go. We're on this, uh, we're not nominated and I'm reading down the nominees. And do you remember this, Frank? I think you read the nominees and I just like shat all over them. Yes. Every I single one. And no, because you appeared on one of their their shows, I thought it was. One of the after shows they did like they combined everybody on a show and then you came on and you just kind of was that what happened? Because I, I know first first I, I kind of crapped all over the podcast and then yeah. it stirred up a controversy. That's right. That's right. Exactly right. That's correct. Yeah. And I was a little bit flummoxed that people, some people were legitimately upset. Yeah. There's like, yeah, they were legitimately heated at you. Really? A hundred percent. Yeah. Like mad at me for like, and then, being funny. yeah, yeah. And then Wait, the, what? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it was great. Actually, it was really great. And then the following year, going at him on Twitter. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Light them up. And then um, the following year. I popped into one of those after show like award nomination things, whatever, and that's when I just roasted all the the after shows that were there. I did that for like two years in a row. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun because we've yeah. always been the only show that matters that will ever matter. Um, I guess you know we can talk about kind of some more memorable moments of 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 I don't know shooting the matches or what have you. Oh, actually, going back to the first time I met Sabra in person. So we met digitally, right? We yeah. met online. And then yeah. um, we did the thing at the uh, the FCL at, um, what's the name of the cantina? Scum and Villainy. Scum and Villainy. Scum and Villainy. And I remember um, we were doing it from Scum and Villainy. And uh, that was the first time that I met you. And you walked in. And you, I, I can't remember what the reason was. But you were like, I just got the best news ever. And that was the first thing that I think you said to me. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay, well, rock and roll. Let's do this. And then we start the show. Roxy Strahr is supposed to meet us there. And Roxy's like, thought she was locked out of scum and villainy. Like the gate was locked. So Pharaoh, my fiance, the float, the finest lady of all time, um, is trying to help Roxy get in. And they didn't realize that the door was open the entire time, which was hilarious. Um, but <laughs> Steph and I were doing the show, and this is a moment that I will remember for Steph as long as I live because the name Ray Fines is in the question. And uh, first, Steph, how do you spell it? First, spell it. So it's R A L P H and then F I E N N E S. Okay, so phonetically, <laughs> I don't have a problem with what she did, but it was like, you know, in the movie, whatever. Uh, Ralph Fiennes plays the role of, <laughs> and I just remember, I'm like, okay, don't laugh. And I looked over at Roxy, and Roxy's lost it. She's lost. <laughs> it. I mean, she is dying laughing, and I couldn't help but break up. And that was like so funny, which so is much. ironic because Brad, he had a, a follow up. Once upon a time, it was uh, at Spectacular or the Manager Bowl during the Manager Bowl, I and mean, then you had to say the name Robert Loja, but instead oh, yeah. he said Robert Logia. <laughs> People were like, <laughs> "What?" Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. And I also remember getting flack. <laughs> I think it was from Bibbs 
for saying Ewan McGregor instead of Ewan McGregor. Oh my gosh. I don't oh, remember I that one. I say Ewan all the time. I say Ewan too. Ewan? Yeah, that's fine. That's, not, that's nowhere near as bad as Robert Logia. <laughs> and then yeah. I was like adamant that I said it right. I'm like, it is Logia. Look how oh, yeah, you leaned into it. You leaned into it. Yeah, the you took all the power. You took you took all the power back, Brad. I, I tried to. You know, as a heel, you can't ever lose your heat. Exactly. But I learned a long time ago. So you got to keep uh, your heat. Yeah. Always got to keep your heat. Um. So those are some of the memories I remember. Um. What about you, Steph? What are your from early memories, early impressions of either one of us, or or the Schmodown, or the shows, or whatever? Well, I knew I was getting introduced to Brad from the FCL, but you were already friends with Roxy. And it's funny because Brad had – you switch up your looks now more than you were back then, but Brad was only in a suit, I feel like. And yeah. so I, when someone's only in a suit, that's saying something. What it's saying, I'm not sure. It can mean a <laughs> number of things, but it's, it's saying, saying something. It's saying something. I was, like, trying yeah. to figure it out. I'm like, this guy's either going to be such a douche or – really awesome so those were the like what i thought it was saying those were my two options right then instantly we i don't know how the reference came up but air force ones came up and we started both going off on nelly's song and i was like oh he gets it because usually only like winston and the schmoe there's only a few of us that know all the music references and um and then same kind of thing with frankie i was like everyone's like oh frankie numbers frankie numbers and i was like i didn't know if so that's saying something right <laughs> and the two things that i was like that's what it's saying is one frankie numbers he's either one of those like annoying kids who's like um actually it's like 0.2 not 0.3 or he could be like, I got the numbers. And, and yeah. it was actually both. It was actually yeah. both. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it turns out it was a hybrid. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. Frankie. No, Frankie was awesome instantly. So it's been really fun. I'm trying to think of other fun Cause moments. It was the first time I met you at Collision? Because I know we were like doing yeah. the, the pre-show for Collision, even though we weren't really, because you were over there and I was over there. But... <laughs> And then, oh, because we did this whole thing on the stage, remember, Steph? Yes. And, and all the sound went to crab, and so we never, and you broke the wheel, or like... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I did something to the wheel. Yeah. I think I turned it the other way. Yeah. Like, I spinned it towards me. And, like, the stopper the... got, like, messed up a little bit, or something like that, and... Um, we we slayed this, you know? We, we did, did. So honestly. Well. It sounds like it. We, okay, Brad. Don't be jealous. We did. And then a day later, they're like, yeah, we lost all the audio, so we're not going to use it. I was like, nice. I'm like, because we had, it was like, because we had sort of like a uh, stage, like where we're going to be at and move over here. And then we'll talk about this. And so it's kind of actually like planned a little bit. And then it didn't go all exactly according to plan and some of the wheels fell off, including the actual <laughs> wheel. But um, it was it was fun. I was like, we just went and we just started kind of we went over here and over there and then Dwayne was on the camera I remember that but then the audio it just wasn't salvageable and I was like damn I really wanted to see how that turned out but oh well and that's why yeah 
Um, laser. You know, laser beams, tractor beams. Yeah. I call this one Preparation H. <laughs> Oh, man. Preparations A through G were complete failures, so we call this one Preparation H. Uh, yes, Dad, I would like some ass cream. Um, when a problem comes along, you should zip it. Zip it good. Good. Uh, I also, but my favorite thing about the Shimoto, my favorite thing, wasn't the matches. Um, it wasn't, uh, you know, the production of them all and, and seeing that it was the live events, man. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Live events were a par T P R P A R T. Why? Because I got right. And, um, I remember smoking. I remember saying, man, Schmodown's got to come to Houston so we can do it in a wrestling ring. Like I was like, this is, in a wrestling arena. This is what the Schmodown's made for. And so I finally convinced Christian and the powers that be to take a shot and do it in Houston. And I still contest, maybe because it's in my hometown, that the Houston live event was the best one of all time. Um, just for the story and the pageantry and Roxy was there and, 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 and Andrew Guy was there and Booker was involved and Booker, Booker's oh, flipping man. people double birds and Andrew Guy's getting hit with a chair. And this was the greatest thing of all time i was tasked check this out Steph. i was tasked because it was my hometown brad we need you to get a table oh yeah because the finale of the show we want to put somebody through the table i think they were going to put guy they're gonna put guys through, through the table through yeah. the table okay now i know a lot of you watch wrestling and you know it's a show right but these guys are trained and so you can't just take a table bump uh, and go through one and lift somebody up and slam him through one without like proper training. But I bought the table and I, I went remember, with you. Yeah, you were with me. You and yeah. PJ. We went, yeah, that's right. we went, yeah, yeah. Went and got the table. And I remember calling Booker though. I'm like, hey, Book, so um, so they want to do like a table spot <laughs> at the end of the show. He's like, who wants to do a table spot? I was like, you know, the Schmodown guys, they want to put one through the table. I was like, I just want to make sure it's, it's your house. I just want to make sure it's okay to do that. You know, he goes, they signed the waiver, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah. He goes, they could do whatever the hell they want to do. <laughs> so, so I was like, okay, Booker's not going to nix the table bump. And I just remember we have this table in the middle of the ring, and they want John Roca and Dan Merle to lift up Andrew Guy and put him through this table. And I just remember seeing Christian lay this out, and I'm standing in the corner of the ring in the turnbuckle, <laughs> And I just, I don't know if it was Frank. I looked at somebody and I was like, this is not going to work. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. I, I made the audible. I'm like, what if we did a chair shot? So we go and we get a chair. I convinced them to do the chair shot. And I'm trying to show them what to do. Right? Yeah. Now, Andrew Guy is a real grab life by the horns kind of individual. He was gung-ho, man. He was gung-ho. And he was like, okay. I'm like, so yeah, you run into Ben. Ben will catch you in the ribs. Turn the chair around. Boom. Over the back. Right? Real simple. Okay? So they do a rehearsal of it. And Andrew goes full force. Speeding, speeding as fast as he can right into Ben. And when Ben goes to do the chair shot to the ribs, 
He boom hits Andrew right in the mouth. Andrew splits his lip open, starts bleeding everywhere. <laughs> and Jen, I remember Jen trying to get like napkins and ice. Oh my gosh. And he's like holding it like this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on here? Um, and then they went and they pulled it off in the main event flawlessly, yeah. might I add. No yeah. way. It was still oh, yeah, great. Yeah. It was I remember great- watching that whole rehearsal thing and I was like, man, I don't know how this is going to go. But I think it's gonna be really cool either way, because <laughs> blood's great. I mean, if we can get yeah. color, brother, you know, get some color. There you go. Um, here's the other thing, and I remember Christian was all over the place at the time, but he was he wanted Booker to do something very specific on the show, and Booker, he we call Booker a red light guy. He'll be there when the red light is ready to come on. You know, don't expect him to be there two hours early to run through a rehearsal. Oh my god, you know. So Christian's like, I'm going to tell it to you. And do you think he's going to hit it? I'm like, bro, he'll hit it. Like, Just give him two minutes and explain it and he'll hit it. Right. So I remember we went, it was literally about to be showtime and Booker just got there and he's in his office and Christian runs in there and we're in there and and I was like, okay, so what am I doing on the show? And Christian lays it out. Booker goes, give it to me one more time. And he lays it out again. He's like, all right, cool. Got it. See you out there. And Boy, he what nailed it. It's incredible. It was he awesome. Nailed it perfect. And he's like, no. pa- and I don't know how much you could, I haven't watched that episode in a while, but he's pacing back and forth that whole match on the ground. And it's just like, holy crap, it's Booker T. Like, it was, and he comes out and he's got the long hair too. And it's just, oh man, it was, yeah, it's definitely a milestone in the history of the Schmodown for sure, without a doubt. It's a top moment. It's a top yeah. moment. Also, celebrity involvements like Jericho and Kevin Smith were always cool. Uh, Becky G was in a schmodown. Becky what? G? Oh, right? no, no, she wasn't. She wasn't there for. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, she was. You're right. It was Naomi Scott was the one that didn't show up for the, the right. Power Rangers match. Yeah, but Becky G was there. Yeah. Becky G was there. Yeah. Becky G was on the schmodown. And I think Dak Montgomery, too, was there. Too. Oh, who cares? Becky, <laughs> I mean, fair. Becky fair, G. Yeah, yeah, Becky G. Becky G. Uh, yeah, yeah, Becky G's a, a hot, hot hottie. All yep. due respect. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up the respect. ring finger. With all due respect. <laughs> With all due respect to all those involved. <laughs> um, <laughs> to all those that celebrate. <laughs> for all those that celebrate. Uh, Gosh, happy. Honestly, to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, just celebrity involvement was always awesome. But those live events were so cool. And, and here's the other story. And Steph, I hope you don't mind me uh, sharing this. But we were, uh, Farrah and I were, were staying with Roxy during Spectacular Week. And um, uh, I remember we were about to leave to go get lunch. And Steph had just like pulled up to Roxy's area. And I think y'all were going to do something. I don't remember. And Steph's like, what are y'all doing? We're like, we're about to go get something to eat. And you're like, I am hungry. <laughs> right and so steph just jumped in the car and we went to the grove now here's why i bring this up oh my gosh on the way i'm not back, the type that needs an invite no I'll invite it was myself great. it was great and that was actually where uh we saw that big like gas exhibit that had the, the gilmore stuff all over oh, yeah. it. remember it like, you know gilmore yeah. that was cool um but i remember on the way back this is why i bring this up we were talking about the next day was going to be spectacular and Steph goes, and she said it so casually too. She's like, "Yes, you know, I've mean, you know, never been on stage before, in front of a crowd." And I was like, "What?" Because she's such a dynamic personality. 
you know, and she's got so much charisma and confidence and swagger. You would think like, oh, she's been on a million stages, you know, because normally you don't have that ability unless you've, you know, fine tuned it in front of a, a crowd and, and you know how they're going to respond, you know. And so um, I was like, what? You've never been in front of a crowd before? And she's like, no, no, I haven't. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this is going to be interesting. And um, I remember we showed up on the day. What do you remember about getting there at the Spectacular? And what was going through your mind uh, about never being on a stage before and all this stuff? I Okay, so we were doing the pre-show, which made it a way less stressful because I didn't have to, like, memorize notes necessarily. Like, they told us specifically, you don't need to, like, rehash what's going to happen because we're going to do that in the intro of the show. So that, like, to me, I think is the most stressful part about hosting is, like, remembering stats and making sure that you're you're on it and you don't even have a computer in front of you. But I remember when we came back, it was, like, hectic. Any live event anywhere is hectic. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, no different for the throwdown. And it was a new venue, so they were figuring out all these things. The expo was in the bottom area and... Yeah. There was like no communication from the bottom and then top. Oh, yes. So like we didn't know exactly what we were doing. And Brad and I were and then like they had Frank and Brad film something. And I'm like, Am I supposed yeah, to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, filmed, we did, we filmed yeah. the pre-show. And then the you and I pre-show. did the kickoff or something. Yeah. I don't know. It was hectic, but I Warm. I was excited because that was a sick venue. It was a yeah. really cool yeah, venue. I, like that place. Yeah, yeah. I loved the way the stage was. I like felt like that was like a classic live type venue. And I was so happy to be a part of that and to that be like my cherry pop moment. And Brad is like the easiest person to host with ever. So I felt pretty confident in the fact that I A, didn't have to do much. And B, had Brad there. So I was just like, okay, all you have to do is... I don't know, not crack your voice on stage. And I think I, I don't think I did have a voice crack. I'm always nervous about that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Frank, who can forget um, our encounter in Brooklyn uh, during the pre-show one year uh, where I remember it was, Hey, so we want y'all to go out like 15 minutes beforehand. Yes. Yes. And uh, just do like a 15 minute pre-show like we did Steph, you know, like just like a 15 minute or something simple, something real light. I was like, okay, cool. And then Christian comes up to us a few minutes later and he's like, hey, guys, you think y'all could do like 20, 25, you know, or something, maybe 30? We're like, oh, yeah, sure. And then he came up to us a few minutes later. He's like, yeah, so we're thinking like more like an hour. Can y'all do like an hour up there? <laughs> it was, and, and we had never done anything live. This was the first time because this was the first live right event. Yeah. This was the yeah. first live event in Brooklyn. Oh, right. And uh, we had only – we hadn't even done Houston yet, right? Mm-hmm. So, because in Houston we actually did two episodes of Rundown in 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 that in studio, studio you shoot with Booker. Mm-hmm. So, we had never even done anything together live, let alone be on a stage, you know, in front of people. And I was like, oh, well, I don't, I don't know. Like, I've never done this. I mean, like, I had, I had done like improv shows like years before that but i had not been on stage and like in front of people like that in like a really long time but i knew that having brad there and like this is more of his element like the showman that he is i was like well i'm just gonna lean the hell on onto brad and let him just 
run the damn thing. But also, like, going up there. Um, wait, didn't you open it up, though, with Makuga? Or did he come on he later? Came he, came on, he came on the second half of basically everything. Yeah. That's what it was. Um, but I know that, uh, yeah, it was. I was like, I don't know how we're going to do this. But it more or less turned into, like, uh, a modified rundown episode for, like, the first half of it, really. And so it was just kind of like, oh, this is what this is. All right. Yeah, it was fun. And I remember I, yeah. I got to live out of childhood fantasy stuff because um, there was this guy in the front row who was talking, right? And I yeah. said to him, I said, hey, like The Rock once said, know your role and shut your mouth, right? And, and, and I said it and I felt real bad legitimately there's a clip of this i felt real bad legitimately so i said i'm sorry that's mean that's mean that's mean i said my bad man i said what's your name and he said my name is i said it doesn't matter what your name is I mean, you got him so oh, it was a beautiful moment oh my lord damn right into it you know oh, it was so great it doesn't matter what your name is it was it was a it was a great moment oh. you know because it doesn't matter what your name is was my generation's like these nuts. Oh my god, Brad. Yeah, yeah it was great. Savage. No, you're all awesome. shaking off. Followed by that, the disrespect. I would have jumped you on stage. It's pretty that's like a really rude thing to say to somebody to you know really their rude. role and shut their mouth. <laughs> really that pre-show is out there. Um that video is out there. I got is I don't it on know. the YouTube. It's I think I would I do, love to see it. I I have a playlist of all the rundown episodes on like my YouTube channel, my profile, YouTube profile. Um, it's in there somewhere. Um, but yeah. And then I remember the next time we were in Brooklyn, it was for the triple threat with Dan Royal, Bibiani and Brendan Meyer. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember specifics now, but there was something that was on the wheel that wasn't discussed beforehand or wasn't like kosher with everybody. And this was, I think, right around the time when Skybound was coming on board, actually. And it was like this big thing of whether or not this particular category could be on the wheel, I think. And it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. And I was like, Ugh. I'm trying to remember what the specifics of that was. Yeah, I can't remember now, but it was contentious for a, for a little while. And, th and it kind of, and it ended up, Man manifesting a little bit during the match. That's why, like, when Bateman gets involved with, like, a challenge and is, like, bib I mean, like, I have to go back again to really, like... Yeah, I want to know what happened. It. it was... Man, if we could write a book about all the behind-the-scenes moments and then for, did like, they live like, shows and stuff, it would be fun. I would love but, to read okay. that. Yeah, was there yeah. a solution to that, or did they just beef it out? I think... They, I think they just had to relent and live with it. <laughs> I think that's what ended up happening. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was an interesting. Like it was like thirty minutes before a show, before the show started, or something like that. And oh they're like trying to figure God. out this whole thing. And it was, yeah, the live shows, um, were were incredible. I mean, those were incredible times, especially the first. I think we did like three of them. The first three were here in L.A. Um. And I remember, I don't know if it was the first live event or maybe the second one, but I ended up live streaming off of our Instagram account 
and I was like behind, I was like backstage or like in the green room, basically where like everybody is at. And I was like interviewing people like through like, just like my headphones and like, you know, the mic thing. And I think were we recording too, Brad, I think. Maybe. I think I tried to patch in live or like it was. Oh, yeah, 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 right? yeah, 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 it was, we tried to do some really interesting stuff back then. And I remember being back there that I don't think Christian really wanted me back there because I think afraid that I would reveal who was there or who was you know, <laughs> something like that. But I was like, I'm not really showing much. And, but it was really, it was a really, um, that was a really fun, fun time. And man, it was. It seems like forever ago, but man. It does. And for the people at home and Steph Sabra, I was able to locate. Oh, my God. Thank God. Clip. Okay. So let's see. Let's see if we can hear this. Who? Does he get inspired? I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. As The Rock once said, know your role <laughs> and shut your mouth. I'm sorry. That's me. That's me. What's your name? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Oh man! Wait, so was... he was just like interrupting, and then and he was you interrupting, didn't... and he was trying to give away what he thought was going to happen in the show. I'm like, bro, know your role, <laughs> and shut your mouth, <laughs> because at those shows we were serving alcohol, and. I remember. Oh my! I don't, God. Was, I don't know if it was that show or the other Brooklyn show, but one of them, uh, at the end of the at the end of the event, everything's closing out and everyone's leaving. Someone had upchucked like all over. It was like on the right mm. side of the theater, like the the audience, but it was just like cleared out. You could tell where the person was because all the chairs were moved and like you could tell someone had come over there and mopped up. It was it was. I was like, whoa, because oh my it god. Was, it was like the circus come to town every time the showdown went to another city to do a live event. Oh, dude. Yeah. Remember at that? that time, it was like the height of the Action Army's like involvement, and they were a traveling circus unto their own. Yeah. Um, it was – I I mean, it was – it was like a it was like a rock concert. I mean, it was just like – because afterwards, everyone gets together, and then they're out, everyone's out to like 2, 3 a.m., and it's just – it happened in you Houston, too. You remember the Texas, City, the Texas City bar that we like – those people weren't prepared. They were not for what we laid down on them. It happened a lot, actually, when we would go to, when we have live events. Um, even happened this past spectacular, like the, the Friday before, I think, or Thursday, whatever it was. The bar that a lot of people were, were going to, they were like, "Where did 80, 80 people just come from all of a sudden? We don't, we never get this crowd." And they had to bring in another bartender, because that happened in Houston too. Um, that was incredible. Damn. Yeah. Damn, Daniel. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so many great moments. You know what I mean? Just so many great moments. And it's just it's just weird because it's kind of one of those things of like um I don't know, I guess it's like your high school girlfriend breaking up with you. It's like, oh man, are we really not gonna get to go to a, a marble slab after school anymore? You know what I mean? Get some ice cream and and, and create some memories. Yeah. You know, and all of a sudden feel real. Uh, in a way, um, because, you know, even though we, we've bonded, we've all come together through this, this, you know, on its face, you know, a silly 
movie trivia game. You know, but you've made friendships and 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 connected with people whom the three of us would have never, ever uh, connected with through any other means. You know, yeah. Absolutely. And and here's the coolest thing about the rundown and what uh, we've made, Frank, over the last several years, Steph. What what we were able to do with the FCL and this show now. The cool thing is now for the rest of our podcasting lives, uh, people, when they think of one of us, they'll think of all three of us. And I couldn't think of two other people I'd rather share that distinction with than uh, Frank and Steph. And, um, you know, it's just really been a pleasure to uh, work alongside the two of you and, um, you know, I, you will talk about me being on the, on the stage, but in, 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 you know, how you felt comfortable with that or what have you, but honestly having Frank as an anchor and having Steph to bounce things off is how I've ever made it through any of these shows. Like, you know, you know, you're the rhythm guitar, Steph and, and Frank, you're the bass and the drums. Like you're the heart and the soul. And I'm like Steven Tyler with a, with a freaking scarf running around, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, uh, and it's, it's just been awesome to make music with, with y'all. Yeah, absolutely. Um, wow. Why think, was that so well said? Go yeah. on, Frank. Um, you know, the, the rundown, uh, It's probably been like, you know, the coolest thing um, I think I've done in a, in a creative sense, you know, week in and week out doing the show with Brad for so long and, and, and everybody else that's been co-host of the show, I've co-hosted the show with and, and you know, certainly you, staff, it's been great. Um, and I came into this as literally a fan of the showdown for like six months. I had discovered the show and six months later I'm hopping on um, a Google hangout with three other people I've never ever met. You know, where I talked about up top, I never met them before, never talked to them. And the four of us, we did this, this show and I used like my stats that I was posting in the group. Um, and like, that was like my angle in basically. Um, and it's kind of, and it's been, um, my, I guess, identity within the showdown community ever since then, you know, like I'm the numbers guy, you know, and, um, cause I always had all the stats and stuff like that. And a lot of players at that early time, especially were really interested in, there's still players interested in that stuff today. Um, but it was like, you know, that's what I became known for in the community. And that was. You know that was really really cool and everyone was so welcoming you know even like when i first went out to my first tapings whatever and everyone's really welcoming the whole community as a whole has always been very very welcoming and warm and um, supportive and just fantastic people um but what, when it came to the rundown be able to do that every week and and it allowed me to be able to talk to so many different types of people and the people that were that guested on the show that you know we asked to come on you know and 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 were generous with their time um you know i can't 
I can't thank those people enough. And for the people that would come that had multiple appearances that would still come back onto the show, even after their first experience, you know, um, and honestly, the, and really the other main thing I want to say real quick too, is I think, and to you, Brad, you know, you were much more of the, the professional, if you will, um, when you came onto the show and I'm not even going to call myself a professional now, but, um, I thought you brought so much validity to what we were doing and it, and it really, um, you know, I really looked at that and, uh, I learned a lot from you and, 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 uh, I learned a lot from everybody else that I've done the show with, but, but mostly you, Brad. And, uh, it even, it's, it's given me like, um, a confidence of sorts. Um, like even like a handful of years ago, I, because of doing this show and how it was run and how everything that I've learned doing the show and eventually editing and, and whatnot. And, you know, I produced another podcast for a little bit because I had done this show and I learned so much from everybody that I'd worked with. And like, it gave me the confidence to go out there and, and do other things and, 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 try other stuff and so I owe a lot to this show and by by saying all that I also you know I have to give thanks to to Christian and Mark um for allowing me <laughs> to be uh, a voice of the Schmodown, big or small and you know for so long I mean the like I said, I was I only knew the show for like six months, and I hopped on with four, three other strangers, and then Christian was like, "Yeah, okay, you could do this, and we'll put it on the podcast <laughs> feed." And I was like, "What? Okay." And since then, he has brought me along to this very point in which, you know, again, I've met incredible people, people I probably never would have met, and and made lifelong friends and foreign relationships and friendships that I'm forever grateful for, and it's because. It's because of the showdown, and it's because of doing the rundown these seven years. Um, it's yeah, it was. It's just been incredible of what the showdown has has given to me, and you know, a lot of people out there too have have used the showdown at a point in their life to really get them through stuff, and the showdown has been that for me too at, at various points and especially the rundown like brad talked about it earlier you know you come here and we talk about this 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 game show that we love and you know everything just goes away for that hour and change and i think you know without it you know i'm i, I really don't know like how i would have gotten through other things i might i probably would have gotten through them but to do it with this community with these people um, you know, forever grateful for that. And again, I just have to give so much thanks to Christian and Mark. Um, and, and, and really Christian because he didn't, he could, you know, who am I, you know, and he, and that didn't, I guess, matter to Christian. I think he saw something or was willing to take a chance. And so I have to be, I not have to be, I am incredibly grateful for everything that has come my way. And it's, and it's really in large part to Christian. Um, Cause I'm definitely like, I've always wanted like growing up, I always wanted to move to LA, but I didn't ever know how I was going to do it. And I did it through the showdown and to be here, like I'm here.
because of the Shweta, because of Krishna and everything that, you know, um, they created. And so it's really like reflecting on all of this now. And it is, you know, it's much more sad than I thought it was going to be with the show ending. Because, yeah, it was eventually going to end, you know. But um, now that it is, now that that, that it is a reality, um, is is tougher than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do next week, you know. <laughs> Thursday nights when we record, I'm going to be like, I'll do something else, I guess. Um, and that'll be exciting, you know, uh, whatever comes next. But um, I, I can't. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. just been it's been it's been it's been a great run, and I will always remember all of the stuff. Um, yeah. So, I just hey man, you know, look at that. I hear you, bro. And, um, you know, and, and again, full disclosure for everybody listening, like we got the news yesterday that this would be our last show. Um, so, I mean, we w- would have liked to put something together for you, you know, with, you know, you know, guests from the past and have a blast. But, you know, we decided this would just be the best format, you know, to do. Um, yeah. You know, you're never ready for something to end, but when it does, you – have to uh, realize that it's just the beginning of the next venture, right? And uh, I, I definitely can guarantee everybody this. This is not the last time Frank or I or Steph and I or the three of us will do something together in some form or fashion. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're definitely going to continue on in some other iteration, and uh, we'll just see what what the future brings. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think we're, we're, we're coming to a uh, – an unfortunate close. Uh, if Steph, you want to add anything here at the at the at the end? Um, few things. Thanks for bringing me in, boys, and being so great. Like there are so many horror stories of women working with men in the space and them just being jerks or actual monsters. And you guys are like the absolute opposite of that. And like my favorite uh, Miles Davis quote is that it takes a long time to sound like yourself. Sometimes it takes like you just have to keep playing. And I think for hosting, I don't know if you guys feel like this, like it is so hard to a really sound like yourself, like to take at least for me, it took a long time to sound like myself on the mic and then be an extra added layer is it's really hard to host with people. It's not hard to be okay hosting with people. It's really hard to be have fun hosting with people it's like when you find people that you can just be an idiot with even though it's like the lowest level of of existing like when we're just dummies together it's a lot more complicated to achieve that than you would think and to me that like makes the work so worth it it's like when you get to have fun while you're doing something like i just hope everyone gets to have that experience while they're working they're just having a good time because that's what we're supposed to be doing. So I appreciate you both for creating that space for fart jokes and Austin Power monologues <laughs> and and uh, Christian and Mark and the entire Schmodown, Skybound, Y'all Rock. Thank you for everything. Yeah. Um, I do want to give a big shout out to Christian Orloff, of course, Mark Ellis. Uh, so many names to run down. I mean, it's hard to do it all. Uh, uh, Ken Knapsack. 
of course, um, Ben and Andrew, of course, the legend himself, PLD, yes, uh, yes, who we have to always give love to, the crew. Uh, R- I, mean, when I, say the crew, I mean, Thad, oh, RB3, Thad is an MVP. Yeah. Dwayne, yeah. Uh, freaking the whole crew, TL, uh, mm-hmm. Megan, uh, uh, JP, all the people who made those live events possible. Um, and, you know, we're, we're all here from the vision, really, uh, of Christian. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm eternally grateful for the opportunity, you know, as I always am. Because, uh, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And, you know, for Christian to give us an opportunity to uh, come out here and, and, as Steph said, you know, act silly and goofy, but talk about this show has been great. And it's been a great bonding experience. Um, I've made friends that I, I feel will be lifelong uh, in the Schmodown. You know, Steph and Frank included, you know, Roxy. I mean, just a bunch of people, just a bunch of people who... Um, whether it's a reply on Twitter or if it's a, uh, a text to check in or a FaceTime to say, how's everything going? You know, we, we've all been able to make these great, um, great friends. So I, I will say for Matt Kern, for Evan DeGraff, for Aaron Turner, for Paul Wolf, for Brian Davids, for Chris Clark, PLD, for Steph Sabra, and for Frank Janish, I am the boat Brad Gilmore. And I bid you a very heartfelt good night.